This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupans, and I say this all the time, Chris, I saw it with mine own eyes. I was actually at the Zupans in Lake Grove as they were setting up the Ruby Jewel cart. It was pretty sweet. And you saw it with your own mouth, too. Oh, I did, yeah. Those ice cream sandwiches, which is uh, what Ruby Jewel is. They're known for a lot of great things, but this ice cream sandwiches is definitely top of that list. Every night this summer from 2 to 9, Stop on by and get one of those Ruby Jewel sandwiches. It'll be the best decision you ever make in your life. And that's at the Lake Grove store in Lake Oswego. And um, I can concur with that. We've actually had Lisa from Ruby Jewel on here, so you can listen to the podcast and find out what she's serving there. It's great stuff. So I agree with that. For those of you who are gluten-free, and there are a lot of you out there, uh, now at Zupan's, their bakery department is carrying New Cascadia traditional gluten-free breads. Uh, so they're founded in 2006, and they have rustic breads, sandwich loaves, bagels, buns, and more. For all of you folks always asking, is it gluten-free, Zupan's is. And for those of you who might be a little bit teary-eyed that the uh, heat wave cut the strawberry season a little short, don't worry. Zupan's Produce Department, they've always got brand new stuff coming in. And right now, some are favorites like blueberries, raspberries, blackberries. It's so good to go to Zupan's. And the other thing I'll say is we get a little tired in the summer. Go there and get all their prepared foods and their pokey bar right now. There's nothing better than nice cold pokey to enjoy in the summer. So Zupan's Markets, three locations, Burnside. Lake Grove, and McAdam. And of course, Zupans.com. Time once again for Portland's Food Seed Podcast. It's right at the fork with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And Court Johnson over there from the radio. Yeah. Kink and KXL. Kink and KXL. We can find you in both places now. At the same time on some nights. And here. Yeah. And we've lightened the schedule up a little here. We're not recording 17 in a row. Right. Any longer. Yeah. So we've got a couple in a row. Makes makes a little the day a little easier. Not that this, this is the bright spot of my day. Is it really? Sure. No one ever says that when they're around me. No, it, no, it totally spot. is. I, I get to go over and talk to people about, you know, murders and stuff in, in over on the news side. So I would <laughs> Still much could rather. be better than hanging out with. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but no, and, and so that means we need a little less coffee, right? We, it needs to carry us a little. Right. And, and this morning we had some. We, I. You. I. Mm-hmm. You, you've been kind of overscheduled with your kids. Right. So a 15-minute window for you to come in and have some white clam pizza from Scotty Rivera yeah. here. Right. Uh, you couldn't make it. So you got a slice. I got a slice. It's right behind me. <laughs> I'm eyeballing it. So I, I just wanted to say, Scotty's here. We usually don't do intros with guests here. Yeah. Hey, Scott. Hey. Do you prefer Scott or Scotty? Well, my family, friends call me Scotty. If I'm in trouble, you can call me Scott. That's when he knows. That's when he knows. You are anything but in trouble this morning. <laughs> and the reason is because everybody, anybody who listens to this podcast knows some people get a little tired of hearing it. Some are, find it kind of interest, humorous right. or amusing, I should say. Like, but coming from Angelus the Connecticut area. Talking Heather, about his white clam pizza. Right. Heather, Heather used to tell me, please, could you stop with the Connecticut stuff? Oh. <laughs> And and um, she's probably right. But in this case, this morning, I'm going to just 
put power right through that. I love it, man. I've been listening to you rant about white clam pies for years now, I guess. Right. And I've <laughs> even awesome. said, I've even, you know, I think it requires um, some fortitude to, to write to Brian Spangler, say, hey, man, you're doing this wrong. And, and even Kathy Wims, same thing. I, had, I sent her vacuum-packed pizzas from New Haven so she could see how to do it right without the shells. That's the well, key. Well, and is there a right and wrong? I mean, everybody's got their style. Well, here, so here's my, this is why I wanted to have Scott here for this. Here's my rant on this. Because I'm okay? a pizza diplomat. I'm just going to set that oh, up no, real that, quick. That's so Portland, man. Just chill. I'm not, all right, all right. So you, got so, the, you got sandwich artists at Subway, and then over here we got a pizza diplomat. Right. <laughs> but, so let me say this. So shells or not? This is the, th- that is the question. Yeah, yeah. And so here we are in New Haven, Connecticut, with 200 pizza places, at least. I don't know the number. Oh, yeah. It's crazy how many there are. And they're all good. And, and most, many of them have spawned from Frank Pepe or, totally. or Sal, uh, what's Sally's? I can't yeah, remember Sally's. the family name. The family name there. Oh, I know it. I don't know. Uh, cons- uh, well, it doesn't matter. It's down and the then street, my friend, same neighborhood. my dear friend, Bill Pastari, owns Modern A Pizza. Nice. Which, uh, they up until recently, and I'm not sure it still continues. That's the they they have a thing called Bill Billy's or uh, Pizza at Safeco Field, which was his, oh, but he didn't want to put the modern name on it because he wasn't there to really sure. see it day after day and make sure. And he didn't want to do the same thing. I mean, it's a different. It was thing. a slightly different pizza. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So here's my thing: there are 200 mass, a lot of pizza places in New Haven. And there are lines out the door at four o'clock at a few of them. At four. Mm-hmm. And that mostly, I mean, not everybody's ordering a white clam, but those are the signature pizzas there. That's the and one. that's what people talk about. And so there are lines out the door in a city for this pizza. And so everybody that's tried it here in Portland does it differently. They do it on one night a week. And so they mm-hmm. don't give it a real chance. I talked to Mark. Uh, at Pizzicato years ago when I met him, I said, have you tried a white clam? He said, it never really caught on. Mm. And so here's the deal. So a few weeks ago, the crown opens. I mean, Vitali hits the jackpot for me. Yeah. He hires, um, he hires uh, Vinny. Vinny, yeah. Yeah, who's just... I met him the other day. Yeah, he's fantastic yeah. at what he does. It's a cool spot, too. Right, it's a cool spot. And... At the media opening, I had a slice of white clam, and I'm like, this is the real thing. They served it with au jus. I'm like, holy shit, this is finally here. And it's, <laughs> of all people, it's not, it's Vito. Like, I, I re-coined him the Italian Vito, right? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so I got so excited about it. I took my son down there. I went down with some friends. We had ordered a bunch of them. I'm just like, in heaven, this is the one thing I've missed in Portland. There's a lot of food here, but I'm still bitching for years. Why, why can't I? I got to fly to Connecticut to get this yeah. done well. And so Vitaly puts it up, and then there he had some circumstances when he opened the crown. Um, and uh, then a week later, they take it off the menu. Because I guess there are some, you know, financial considerations or fresh clams. It's oh, yeah. not easy. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about this, too. <laughs> and he said, all right, well, Chris, I, there was enough pressure put on, I think, emanating from my discussion that went to Gary and Karen Brooks, and she contacted him, hmm. where he said, well, I'll, I'll probably, and I haven't seen it yet, do it one day a week, Thursday or Friday. And I said, okay, that's a nice compromise, but I got to tell you, in my mind, my marketing mind, that's not enough for it to catch on because you have to know to go that night. Whereas if it's on the menu, people will talk about it and just say, go there. Boom. Yeah, yeah. 
So there's uh, a place that has it on the menu all the time, though. Where? Uh, Pizza Jerk. Oh, you're right. You're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. How's that one for you? It's fine. It's not. Uh, it doesn't taste for me. I love Tommy's Pizza. I think it's really good. And and I'm also guilty of not living close to it. So it's a yeah, it's yeah. an investment for me to go there. If you gotta, yeah, I go did have time. it once and I liked it, but I have to say it didn't stick in my mind. No no disrespect to Tommy at all. It's a it's a great pizza. I had it. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. But the Pepe's version really doesn't just has a little Pecorino Romano on it. It's not yeah. they don't put moots. I'll talk New Haven talk here. Yeah, yeah. They don't put <laughs> moots on it. Which yours had, which is fine. So there's that's more of a modern pizza take on it and yeah. they make it without moods too so i guess it never really stuck with me but vitali's with the au jus and there was piled with clams and the cheese was there wasn't much cheese on it which clams I, in the shell or not in the shell no not in the shell in the piled shell. with clams with oil and garlic and butter and oh, i guess and some herbs that to me was fantastic so i missed that so that's awesome Cut to this, and I'm going to say, I didn't pressure you at all, right? Because it was your idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I invited you on the podcast. I wanted you to do, and you said, hey, I'll bring you, I have a surprise for you, and then you told me what it was. <laughs> so at 11 o'clock this morning, we met in the lobby downstairs, and Court, sorry you couldn't make it. I, well, I appreciate you. You thought enough to leave me, <laughs> one. what is like, that, a third of, of, the, of the awesomeness? Well, it's the one of, with Olympi- of Olymp- Olympia slice. Provisions. Uh, what What's on that? That is the Olympia Provisions Chorizo Rioja. Right. Which is like a kind of smoky, a little bit sweet, but it's got some kick to it. With the Ooh, cherry good. stones that you've had come in, you had flown yeah, the, in from Maine or you well, found them? I, I found them. Um, right. And they, uh, those, those are the ones that they use at Pepe. So I was like, oh, okay, that's got to be it. And as soon as I tasted one, it was like the ocean, but on the East Coast, which right. is like different. And you yeah. showed up in, at, at 11 and sprinkled a little lemon on there. We put a little red pepper flake on it. Mm-hmm. Parsley. And, I, and parsley. the picture will be the uh, avatar for this episode. Uh, okay. One of the pictures. <laughs> so um, I really appreciate it. It was That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, and uh, I'd love to see you try a couple of different var- variations. Get the yeah, oil yeah. and garlic down. Maybe yeah. go to the crown. Order it if they do it on Thursday and Friday. I'll try theirs, yeah. And see how they do it there. Because that, <laughs> to me, no disrespect to yours, but that was like I was in heaven. I and love the jus have, idea. Like, yeah. whatever. So you can dunk your slice. Is that, your is that New Haven-style, the au jus portion? No, that yeah. one that he was added himself. New. However, yeah, what, what it did do is it took the pizza and made it taste more like New Haven. So they don't give mm. you the au jus mm-hmm. in New Haven, but they have been doing it long enough that they know how to make it nice and... Not dry and yeah. just beautifully uh, oily and buttery and just delicious. Hmm. So, yeah. Court, is this too long to talk about this pizza? This is the episode. <laughs> is, no, no, this episode we get to. Right. Yeah, it's the pizza one. It's a, well, we've well, had a few pizza ones, but this is doing, this is going to center. I'll around allow this it. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you'll allow it. But I uh, I sincerely appreciate you doing that. Cool, it's man. Fantastic. Yeah. So now the question is: Are you going to? Can you put that on the menu? Do, oh my goodness! Is it really difficult to make work? in portland oregon if you don't sell enough that's that's the it's yeah. a chicken and the egg thing i mean right you gotta you know, get it going i got those clams uh uh in a pretty small packaging you know there's probably 10 bucks worth of clams on that pie you know so as far as food costs and you know making it work goes i'm sure i could find them a little you know bigger size wholesale and stuff like that but i don't know if we could you know make that pizza regularly and charge less than like 30 bucks you right know. well uh, that's the same thing that's going on with Rick and his lobster rolls at Lardo yeah. that he's doing every once in a while on that looks Saturdays. So good. 
it's so expensive to get the, the lobster meat that it's 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 a real thing. Yeah, yeah it's a real thing. And so but that's the, what happens. But people have to understand that. And they they as Rick pointed out and Nick at Lardo, they have lines down the block. Or out the door yeah. for a lobster roll, so it doesn't matter that it's a little more expensive. People are recognizing that's they cool. want to get this. Yeah, so that's, people appreciate it. That's the thing. So I'm yeah. going to go on a I'm going to go on a little thing here. I'm going to push <laughs> you to say, Scotty, Scotty's Pizza on Division, make it the place to get a white clam pizza, <laughs> and it'll make you famous in Portland. There'll oh be my goodness! People out the door. Yeah. <laughs> All my coworkers are going to listen to this and go like, "How are we going to fit a white clam pie onto our menu? We have." 700 square feet like we're barely making it happen as it is but uh now yeah, well yeah we could we can make it happen we do, I say we make do it a, a charity thing in Portland yeah. <laughs> just add another five bucks to it make yeah. it a charity thing i mean salt and straws able we do to it do that for you we make this pie for you so yes well listen so your your business model and this is kind of a segue out, sure. of, out of the specific pizza into your business your business model has some of the same influences uh, or the same aspects going as Salt and Straw uh, in terms of what you pay your people, your philosophy on a sustainable business. Um, and so they do that. I mean, their ice cream cones are not cheap compared to others. Yeah, yeah. And they give some to charity. So they've yeah. decided, let's, let's do things with superior local ingredients that are going to be more expensive anyway. And then let's... Bop that up a little bit and take right. care of some local charities. Yeah, and I probably need to be charging more for my pizza, but I, I feel like pizza should be something that's that's affordable for everybody. Well, you know, it's like you, yeah, like I grew up in Brooklyn. You know, getting a slice on any corner, any time of the day, and it was a couple bucks or even a dollar fifty at the time or whatever, and it's no big deal, you know. And it should be really good because we have a responsibility to serve good food if we're you know calling ourselves pizza makers or chefs or whatever. Uh, what was the term you used earlier? Pizza, pizza diplomat. Diplomat. Pizza diplomat. <laughs> yeah. What are, it's also uh, pizzaiolo. Or yeah, pizzaiolo is like the uh, or uh, pizzaiola or pizzaiole is like the plural. Italian. So when you talk about costs, and I've discussed this with Brian too, Spangler. Yeah. Um, you know, my, I was shocked when I moved out here because still in New Haven you can get a large pie with stuff on it oh, for yeah. eighteen bucks. Yeah. And yeah. it's great. It's oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and here you can't that does not exist. It's hard to do and that. And I think it's because it's the ingredients are a little different here, it'll cost a little more. I don't I can't put my finger on yeah. what the difference is. I mean, for me, you know, my focus and like goals have been, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a businessman. I'm a pizza man, right? So I'm I'm just trying to make really good pizza, but then also like I own a restaurant now and I have employees um, and I've worked in restaurants. So for me, it's really important to create uh, like a, a restaurant workplace that people want to be at, that I want to be at because I'm working there, you know, um, alongside my coworkers. And so, you know, yes, there's uh, certainly a lot of attention that I put into ingredients and the methods and process that we use to make our pizza because we want to make the best pizza we can. Um, but also into those like, you know, costs and what it takes to run a pizzeria. Um, I focus a lot of attention into not just paying people right. Um, everybody starts at 15 bucks an hour, um, which I think is honestly not even enough to live on in this town. Um, but I also put a lot of work into treating people right, treating people with respect, um, you know, making sure people are getting breaks, which is something that, Industry-wide, you know, cooks and restaurants 
are pretty much used to working long hours on their feet. You get a break here and there. You get to like, eat, you know, have a few bites of food or whatever. Um, you get to go to the restroom if you need to. Um, but like, as far as making sure people get like a lunch break and uh, you know, fifteen minute breaks to just like go get some fresh air or whatever, even if they're not a smoker and need that kind of treatment, um, you know, and that that's that's the basic stuff. And then on top of that, there's a lot of just like do you have healthcare you know, at your place? We do. We just added healthcare. Um, wow. and you know, that's like, it I think be, I'm going to go sling some pizza. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like it should be that kind of job. Like if we take that much pride in, in, in what we do, um, and we're so passionate that this is what we want to do our whole lives, we should be able to get a job doing that and, and put a lot of skill and focus into it and do it really well and earn a living. Uh, I don't think anybody should be denied that at a job. So, um, that's where a lot of my, like, uh, business focus goes into is like supporting the the crew. So obviously there's a lot of talk about that going on right now with the minimum wage rising and continuing yeah. to rise and tip credit laws the way they are. Totally. Do you think you have, you know, you started Scotty's pizza how many years ago? Two years ago, Two years almost ago. to the day. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, so you have, a certain number of employees and a certain setup. And I know you would like to see what you're doing um, waft into other businesses too, but are they, are they too big to do that? Too, too much management to handle. You've got a small business and a manageable group of employees. I would imagine yeah. when you get to a certain size, it's a little different. Sure. And I mean, you know, we're, we're at the point where um, we're, we've outgrown our space. Um, so we're considering like, what would it be like to expand? Manzanita. Um, yeah right everybody <laughs> wants to throw out their their neighborhood right. <laughs> but um uh i mean beaverton or tigered yeah <laughs> right what's good out there we just got a new dominoes yeah that's exciting <laughs> <laughs> so you're good then <laughs> right yeah now we're, we're covered yeah, you, Wait, got you got your 18 dollar large two of yeah. them yeah <laughs> a large half, pizza half, half price half price right now if you order on the internet two for one maybe <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um but you know i mean yeah like I I knew from the beginning, like, I wanted to open this place and run it this way. Um, and How old are you, by the way? Do you mind my asking? <laughs> I'm uh, 28 years old. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would think that, too. Often you, someone's a little older than you think they might be. No, but no he's yeah, right no. where I thought he was going to be. But that's that's incredible. I'm so you open this at 26. <laughs> he's so 29 and a half. Yeah, yeah. So he's 28 and a half. And a half yeah. So you're formulating these plans at 24, 25 to open it at 26. It's yeah. not like you just... Yeah, totally. No, it was years. Or even you know. before that, at yeah. least. I mean, it started It started probably um, when I got my first job at, a, at like, like you know, first grown-up job at a pizza place with a lot of intention behind it to, like, enjoy making pizza. And where was work. that? That was um, Handsome Pizza. Um, I had been working at Ava Jean's um, and other, like, restaurants around town since moving to Portland um, and trying to figure out, like, what kind of, chef I might like to be someday knew wanted to open a restaurant that's the goal for all you know serious passionate cooks right um and I don't know something was like just not I wasn't quite getting the satisfaction out of it that I hoped I would and my wife actually like called me out and was like you're you're making pizza at home all the time like once a week you're staying up late at night reading the pizza blogs or whatever you're doing <laughs> and like working on your dough formulas like go get a job at a pizzeria it sounds like you'd have a lot of fun there you know 
And um, and also fashion your wardrobe around pizza. Oh yeah, too. it's a lifestyle, man. <laughs> was, which came first, though the the pizza the delving sh- into the pizza shoes or the career in pizza? <laughs> Definitely the career. I think. I, it's okay, like, all right. Yeah, I love the hat. Has pizza. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you can't miss everything you're wearing except the pants. Maybe pizza guy through. But and you through. need some pizza grease on the pants because. Yeah. That, then that's well. Usually later in the day, I'll have some flour or something on here, and then good. You, yeah, and you got the hat, you got the shirts, <laughs> complete outfit. The awesome are those vans. Who those makes are those? vans? Yeah, my aunt uh, sent me these in the mail. Total surprise. Pizza uh, shoes. Look, yeah, Court, we need to get a picture of that. I'll get it at some point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hunted down Will Fain, the owner of Handsome Pizza, uh, and now he's partnered with uh, his once employee, now partner at Handsome Pizza, um, because they were in a smaller spot at the time. That was like a garage. And I had read about it on the internet. Actually, Adam Lindsley, who you've had on here before talking about pizza, Mm -hmm. um, he's done some great pizza writing. He had his own site for a while. I think maybe he still throws some stuff on there. Um, But I read a thing Adam wrote about Will, um, just this guy who's like obsessed with pizza. He's trying to do it right. And he was up on Killingsworth and Greeley, like edge of the river or whatever. And I just went out there one day and um, walked up, saw this like wood-fired oven, I saw Will making big, like New York style pizzas out of a wood fired oven. I have ne- I had never seen that before, and it kind of blew my mind because I was starting to get the sense that like you need a wood fire to get the heat uh, that you want to to cook a pizza real fast, so you get that like really light, airy crust that's still like crispy but like blistered and a in little a, bit charred. In a minute and a half. Yeah, I mean. So by the way, just because we haven't mentioned it, and yeah. it triggered me to think, the the Good, the modern and the pe- the yeah, yeah. those are coal fired right in New Haven yeah and, yeah and I asked Billy about you know I want to be the guy to help you move to Portland yeah and he said we'll never find the right coal we'll never be able to find a place where we can put a coal fire yeah up. yeah so, I mean th- those pizza places they opened like a hundred years ago in old bakeries that right. were using coal ovens and that's just and what that's was what they there. were first they yeah. were bakeries before they were pizza places yeah. I love that. Same thing with New York, right? Uh, yeah, totally. Lombardi's, right. all those spots, Grimaldi's, Patsy's, all those ovens are like over a hundred years old, and they're using them like burning coal in there and making pizzas and, now. And it's some so of them cool. have the same starter that they've been using. Oh since yeah, eighteen hundred. Yeah, that maybe came you know across on the boat. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, but you know, yeah, if I find Will and he's like doing his thing, and we just like hit it off. Um, he later uh, invited me to a pizza crawl. <laughs> with uh, Adam Lindsley and some other folks I got to meet. And then uh, that night he asked me if I wanted to uh, work, pick up a shift like one Saturday. And I was like, of course I do. Uh, and then sure enough, you know, that turned into like a once a week thing. And then it was like two days a week. And it was a ball. I mean, that was when I like really realized like, oh my God, this is this is the thing that I want to spend as much of my time, you know, doing. And wh- do you remember the moment when you thought that, when you realized that for the first time and you thought, man, this is what I really like about pizza. Uh, you know, I mean, I well, I think there was like a big moment uh, when I lived in New Haven and I got to cook a wood-fired pizza for the first time. Where was that? Um, it was actually on the Yale. Uh, my wife was going to grad school at the Yale School of Forestry, mm-hmm. and they have this um, sustainable uh, farm project that's like an urban farm that they use for educational purposes. They also like sell at farmer's markets and stuff like that. Um, but they have a wood-fired oven on the farm, like a couple acres, and they get volunteers to help with the harvest and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, on volunteer days, which were Fridays, of course, they cook pizza 
in the uh, in the wood fired oven with like that day's harvest and it was just such an amazing experience to j- first of all just eat that pizza and see like whoa you're using a fire and like bricks and stuff to cook this you know greg higgins does that with his go- own garden every monday at home he That's makes amazing. his own pizza i thought i was invited yeah. to that greg <laughs> I don't know if he's really still listening to this podcast, <laughs> but Let I went, I went into Higgins thinking that was where they served that Monday pizza, and the, oh, yeah. the bartender said, "No, that's at his house." That's so, so cool. I mean, as soon as I as soon as I cooked pizzas in a wood fired oven, I was reading about how to build one, counting down and trying to figure out like when are we going to have a yard, <laughs> you know, that I can. Do build you have a one pizza. at home? No, no, I'm still in a you know found a little apartment out here. From when we first moved here, we thought we might try to buy a house someday, but that's not going to happen anytime soon, I think. Well, it uh, may. You never <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, you never know. But, uh, but With yeah, prices no yard. going down so so much, yeah. you'll be able to do that soon. Oh, geez. Hopefully. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, and now I have a pizza oven at work, so I get to play around with that. It's not a wood-fired oven, though. Right. So we got to get you in. I, I know of a few places. <laughs> uh, one, uh, one of my dear friends up in Goldendale built his own um, brick wood-fired oven nice we need to get you up there for something and uh, oh i love i love that yeah, yeah. and uh, and if you gave uh scott and lisa some they, they go off of ken's book oh yeah but i think if you gave them some pointers they would have you up at their beautiful little spot in goldendale <laughs> for the weekend a little pizza lesson i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> now i get to share this podcast with them and send it this is all my this is all my passive aggressive ways right, you're angling yeah. <laughs> you've got pizza motives man yeah. <laughs> I, I have motives and yeah. we have a mic so uh, motives and a mic are, yeah, are yeah. dangerous i dig that no i mean <laughs> i feel that too because i have a pizzeria in portland now and like you know i've got motives too that i want to like show people you know not only can we make like really good pizza and we don't have to charge a lot for it but like our you know everybody who works here can afford to put food on their own tables while they're working to put food on other people's tables and um you know people can take care of their kids pay their rent you know afford at least a one bedroom <laughs> apartment in this town like, for now to, you know yeah this, this week for now yeah <laughs> yeah chris i just noticed the uh, calendar the time between now and your fall trips to europe are it's getting closer and closer yeah but there's still time we have great groups already signed up to go to italy mm-hmm. uh tuscany region uh coast to country to city in florence yeah uh, with Rick Gencarelli from Lardo and my dear friend Astrid Ensign from Taste of Italy Travel. She's been doing this for over you know, over a decade. Yeah. Helped us plan out the itinerary. It's going to be spectacular. I don't know if anybody recently uh, got to see Dario Caccini, one of the best butchers on the planet, uh, came to Portland recently for the Maialata Festival. We're going to go visit his place. Oh, very Rick. nice. So, And that, and then we'll be, that's in, on October 1st. And then September 20th, we'll be going to Barcelona the third time with Chef Jose from Atala. Absolutely, if you go to portlandfoodadventures.com and see the comments that our previous guests have made, yeah, it's uh, they're, they're great trips, if I do say so myself, but they're saying it themselves. All right, so you can go to portlandfoodadventures.com and get all the information. There. Yeah, if you go to the blog tab, you'll see the itineraries and pricing and all that. And call me. 503-395-5900 if you're interested in going at all and uh, we'll discuss it well i will say this i, I didn't mention it early on i learned about your your place from rick 
at Lardo, which of course, oh, nice. you know, that's my thing is hearing where chefs <laughs> like to go. They're not going to make bad recommendations, especially yeah, an yeah. Italian guy <laughs> is not going to tell me, you know, so where you go for pizza. That's he awesome. Loved it. I invited him for a little slice of that white clam. He couldn't make it either this morning. He's going to have to come down and pay a uh, full price. 30, $35. Is that yeah. what it's going to be? The, <laughs> the clam I, pie. <laughs> I don't know, but it's well worth it. <laughs> oh man. That's uh, Yeah. So, um, uh, and the first time I came in, um, I ordered, you had a special that had some, I believe, some honey and something else on it. Oh, is it squash? It might have been. It was a long maybe. time ago. Uh. I don't know if it was squash. might have been, but it's not the kind of thing I would order, but I'm getting adventuresome enough now with yeah. pizza to say, all right, I'll try that. <laughs> um, and not, because I'm usually, what do you, Court, what do you usually like? On a pizza? Yeah. I'm, I'm a big sausage guy, so some sort of sausage with something else on it. But. Yeah. yeah. I'm just sausage or sausage and onion for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And maybe mushroom. I like a good old, cl- yeah. yeah, a sausage mushroom to me is like. Right. It, but if you start putting to too pizza. much stuff on right, it. Right, sure. That's, although there's the Italian bomb at Modern. Uh, oh, yeah. All the peppers and everything. No, it's all, the, it's it's pepperoni. Uh, it's got everything. Oh, on. and all the meats and everything. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a lot of stuff, but it's not even, it doesn't feel that heavy. Anyway, what's your nice. favorite pizza? What do you like? What, what like, is your pizza? If you go to a, a place and you want to judge um, oh, how man. it is. I mean, you know, a lot of people are going to say, say go, for the, yeah, go for the plain, go for the margarita. Um, lately, I've been going for the specialty pie because it's like, okay, you know, we're all using tomatoes and mozzarella um, and... Like, I feel like the dough is really where a skilled pizza maker can, like, flex their, you know, their their knowledge of the craft. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what Brian said, too. He said yeah. it's really, for him, it's about the dough. Yeah. No. So and the toppings are, you can get them. Anybody can get them. Yeah. And that's where you get to see a little bit of creativity, too, you know. And not everybody, like, I am by no means, like, a, a chef. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I don't pride myself on, like, creating great flavor combinations and stuff like that. Like, there's plenty of people who are really good at that and I try you know I have some some ideas usually it's like let's take this uh sandwich I had that was really good and like make it like a pizza <laughs> but um you know I, yeah I go for the specialty pie um uh I'm trying to think I mean I had a I had a special pie at handsome pizza that had like orac this like a mountain spinach I just been learning about and like garlic scapes and uh, Zug, this like uh, Middle Eastern sauce this of is herbs, like, this like is like a science fiction movie. It's wild. Zug, I mean, you can put like an aura. Evil Lord of yeah. <laughs> I, I don't draw the line though. I mean, you like you know, uh, there's there's people who are like, don't get me started on pineapple, and it's like I don't know. I had a pizza at um Pizzeria Auto the other day with um shrimp on it. it was awesome. I was just gonna say, you were talking <laughs> about sandwiches, and I had a sandwich at Bunk the other day. It was yeah. one of the best sandwiches I think I've ever had. It was. I think they called it a Cajun, but it it was shrimp, and I don't think you could put avocado on on a pizza too. Well, maybe try it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was shrimp and avocado, and I'm gonna nice. after this after we record here, I'm going down there. Oh, for that. that's awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, use that. Um, but you can put shrimp, and they mm. do in the East Coast. Lots of shrimp, white shrimp pizzas. Yeah, yeah, or like shrimp parmesan. You know, like yeah. that's when you get into the East Coast Italian stuff. Um, but then you know, there's like pizzas all over the world, right? So like in Japan, Korea, China, like they're you know you can get kimchi and shrimp and whatever on a pizza, and mm. it's like the the people eat it who live there, you know. Um, and 
you know, who are we to say whether that's pizza or not? It's on a crust, like made, uh, you know, of the same ingredients and stuff, and it's got sauce well, and they're toppings. They're traditionalist, and then they're not. I have yeah. to say, and I, I will leave the. I will leave the pizza place nameless because I love it otherwise, but um, <laughs> someone had a slice of pineapple and, and some ham or something, and I tried. Yeah. I said, all right, they, they, I love their pizza generally. I'm going to try it. Man, it was, uh, to me, it was such a waste. Huh, yeah. I just didn't like the pineapple on it. But I mean, you, can't, you, gotta, you have to at least put some like intention behind how you're putting together those flavors. Like, I, you know, I'm not super creative, but at least I can be like, okay, People were asking for pineapple for a long time. Do you have pineapple? Do you have sausage? All this stuff. When we only had pepperoni, cheese, margarita, and a white pie uh, and a special. And I was like, okay, let's do pineapple. How are we going to do that? Well, I don't want to get the stuff out of a can and just dump it on the pizza. I want to get like a really good like ripe pineapple and cut it up like real fresh and find like the right size and like shape to cut it into so you get a good bite out of it and that sweetness you can use that to complement other stuff. And like the Hawaiian pizza, uh, pineapple, Canadian bacon, like there's something going on there, right? So you can like play off of that. Uh, we, we do a Hawaii 505, which is like pineapple, pepperoni, and New Mexico green chili. So you still get this pork. It's a little bit smoky. Like the, the, the pepperoni we use comes from San Francisco. I really love it. It's that like the little pepperonis that crisp on the edges and cup up mm-hmm. uh and then um and then the new mexico green so chili i like, love that you care heat. about that because you know well of course you oh, wouldn't yeah. it's all those little details you mm-hmm. know and it gets a little juicy in the middle mm-hmm. yeah, yeah little... it's like that little pepperoni grease chalice yeah exactly <laughs> so while you're talking about i have a flavor for you okay what uh, you i went to i was fortunate enough to go to a chef in my garden dinner last night okay it's only because i'm thinking about this because it's something i would look at on the menu and think really was it was incredible. So contact Pat Manning at Toro Bravo. Oh yeah. So this was his dinner. Awesome. Which by the way is just a treat. <laughs> he did a just a salad of and I think he did something special with the watermelon. He's mm. he said he sucked the juice out of it. Oh somehow. like uh, compressed it. Yeah, or something? he compressed it. Yeah. So he had watermelon, avocado, and a curry vinaigrette. Oh, Try that man. baby. Because everybody last night was ooing and eyeing over those flavors together. That's huh. awesome. So and yeah. and I, here you are turning me around from just talking about sausage and oh, you know, yeah. white clams. This that would be pretty incredible. That's so. awesome, man. I mean, we did. I love the the idea of like a salad on a pizza. I mean, there's a thing in New York. You get your salad slice. Mm-hmm. That's like a well, chopped all... Italian salad. You know, tomatoes, diced tomatoes, and an iceberg lettuce or whatever, and like Italian vinaigrette on top. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, we, we did a, a special pie that was like an Italian sub sandwich, basically, uh, in a pizza. But, but so we had like salami and provolone and like some pickled fennel. And then when it all came out of the oven, we tossed a little salad with shredded iceberg lettuce and Italian vinaigrette and just threw it on top of the slice. And it's so nice. Like it's so, super satisfying, especially when you fold it together and you get this like big mouthful of that like a vinaigrette, that nice balance of like sweet and acid. I don't know. It's awesome. It cool. Are you a forever. folder of pizza? Yeah. Dep- it depends on the stiffness of of the of the pizza, but typically, if if it's a larger slice, I you have to just to hold it no, with know. one mm. hand. I'm not a folder. What if it flops? Right. Then you hold it with two hands. Mm. And gen, gen, gen. No, no, no. You, see, you're the... making this folding motion, though. You got the yeah. I'm almost there, but I don't like to me. Folding it, you know, I like when I when I eat an uh, an Oreo, I'll scrape the 
I like little bits by bits. I don't uh, want to yeah. just jam everything together. That's why yeah. I don't like burritos. Uh, everything in one shot is not. I, I like a little, okay. little more delicate. You're a tostada man. Hmm. I'm a tostada man, <laughs> right? Exactly. Or a taco, yeah. Tacos, yeah. anything. But do you, do you look uh, angrily on upon people <laughs> who, who you see folding a uh, a a slice? What do you think? You know me well enough. No, remind I don't. me not to eat in front of you. You're looking at. I'm looking at this the slice in I'm front of me. I'm saying you should do it. I right would. Now. I would most likely. I mean, it's that's a big it's, slice. It's a big slice, so I would have to. I'd have to do this. Yeah, yeah at a, least that's okay. But it's a slight fold. But when it's it goes a, in your mouth, I don't like it okay. folded. I see the point you're making. When you fold it real tight, especially if it's really hot, you're right. gonna mash all yeah, the yeah. toppings together, exactly. and sometimes that's not so good. You don't get like uh, it just becomes homogenous, right? And the other thing is. It depends, but if it's a pizza with a lot of sausage on it, then that's great. But if there's sure. very little, and then you fold it, you're you're consuming all the sausage. You're throwing off the balance, right? And if you if you're eating a pizza at a good pizza place where you you know you know that somebody has put a lot of thought and care into how they spread the toppings on the pizza and how they put it together, you know, assuming how it's going to bake and come together when it's out of the oven. Uh, yeah, I could I could see that. You know, you don't want to like just mash that up and. I'm a pincher. I, I guess looking at what I just did, it it's I'm it's as if I'm about to fold it, but I'm just pinching the me- like divoting it just enough to yeah. add some rigidness. I'll, I'm I'm with you on that. I yeah. could, that's fine. But all I'm gonna say is I, at least we're not going into the fork and knife thing here. So that's oh, yeah. good. Well, we could, but I do think. We can probably stop doing the podcast after this episode because we've reached the high point. <laughs> this is peak pe- pizza talk, right? Everything here. that has needed to be said. Right. <laughs> so, where did you grow up? Where did you? What, what are your early pizza memories? Oh man, I mean, you know, I I was uh, I lived in Brooklyn until I was like seven or eight years old. Uh, my parents had Mets split up Yankees. by then. Uh, <laughs> both. Like, you go to the ball oh, game. No, uh, you know? That's such a Portland <laughs> thing to say. There's no what one in New York. That, that, there's no one who's still in New York that says both. He's a baseball diplomat now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, uh, you know, you go to the ball game. But, um, I, you know, I loved going to the Cyclones games. Uh, oh, yeah, Coney the Mets Island. farm team. That yeah, was, yeah. That was way, bef- way after, after my time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I grew up in this, like, New Yorkers, they take it for granted, man. Like, there's solid pizza everywhere um you know you're hungry you want a slice you go down the street you get a slice and it's solid it's a couple dollars or whatever and it does the job um it might not be the best you know then you can come up with your own scale because it's a pizza town and you want to know where's the good stuff um or hot dogs yeah the hot boiled dogs. hot dogs yeah oh so man the lunch, carts. you know you just pointed something out because i'm always the reason i like one of the reasons i like slices of pizza is mm-hmm. i just sometimes want a fast easy lunch that's Three or four bucks. Yeah. And that fills me up. I don't necessarily want to always spend 12. Yeah. And so they just realized in New York, you can get a hot dog or pizza and it's easy and you it's move on. It's no big deal, yeah. you know? And then so so going from there and I, I moved, uh, my mom and I moved out to New Mexico. Her lifelong dream was to move out west and be a cattle rancher. From Brooklyn? <laughs> From Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, and she's a cattle rancher now. Uh, she's she's doing it. Like So you're a family of dreamers and actually accomplishers. Definitely, yeah. I mean, in that sense, you know, I was mad at her for moving me out of New York City. <laughs> at what, what age were you? I was eight years old. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So I was a kid, and you know. And you're not getting much pizza out in New Mexico. Exactly. That was the first time I ever ate Pizza Hut. 
was in New Mexico. <laughs> right, so that's so probably your only option. That was the closest. Yeah. Where, where do you get a pizza? I don't know. There's this place. It's a chain, but uh, let's try it. You know. Uh, so, so then like I'm in New Mexico, and, but I got to go back every year, and I would just like binge on pizza, Chinese food, hot dogs, all that stuff. That's like so good there, mm-hmm. uh, and just like doesn't really reach that far out. But for you to have left at eight, you. I can't imagine you had a real appreciation for how how great that stuff was yeah. and how much you really craved it. You have yeah, to be no. a little older. Well, older. You know, have munchies at that point. Right. <laughs> and then you're craving that yeah. thing, right? right? And so, you know, we found a place kind of in the neighborhood um, when I was 14. I got my first job at Luigi's Pizzeria uh, and Ristorante. <laughs> Pizzeria and Ristorante. <laughs> and uh, Luigi Napolitana was the owner and he and his mom would uh, cook most of the food. His mom would make like the tiramisu and the cannolis and what at the lasagna and stuff. And he would make the meatballs and the eggplant parmigiana and the pizza dough. Um, and I got a job as a busboy. You know, he's paying me cash. And where in New Mexico is this? This is Albuquerque. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not a small town. No, no. But um, still, you know, when you're eating Pizza Hut, uh, yeah. It was like nice to find this spot where this guy he was making a pizza. And I it just was, had like, the good. visions of a cattle rancher out in the middle of nowhere. So, oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. So. so, so my mom at least did that for me. Like, you know, we moved to Albuquerque. She puts me in school. She's like, get your education. And then as soon as I was done with high school, she was like, all right, do your thing. I'm going down there full time to tend cool. to the cows. Yeah. Uh, and she loves it. She's having a ball. Um, she's hardcore, man. <laughs> <laughs> but in um, what respect how is she hardcore she's just like she goes 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 she gets hurt all the time and she's just like oh yeah I had to get my like rotator cuff fixed for the second time <laughs> but I'm still up at 5am doing the thing you know and she's she's doing it solo like she wow. gets up at 5 and runs the water lines to make sure all the cows have the water it's like I want to hear the conversations when she goes back to Brooklyn with her Brooklyn friends and yeah. talking about the, talking about cattle ranching. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, it's a novelty thing at that point, right? Well, yeah, but they, no one can understand why she's doing what she's doing. Oh, I would she imagine. loves it. She yeah. lives for it. Good for her. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Does she come up here? Yeah, she comes out. She's been out to the pizza place. She loves the pizza. She's like, oh, okay. I love it when my parents come because they lived in New York with me and they ate the pizza. I grew up eating so they taste it and they go, oh, this is this is better than Smiley's, like the neighborhood spot we used to go to or whatever. So I think I'd be pretty cool. proud. Yeah. Are yeah. they still together? No. Yeah. And they had split. And I like was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then I was going back to visit dad in New York. Uh, oh, so he's still there. Yeah. He's in Midtown now. I'd love to know what he tells his friends about what his ex-wife is doing. That would be Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Can goodness. you believe she went out there to Yeah, she's doing stuff with cows. I don't know. <laughs> uh but you know, it's um it's New Mexico, like it took me a while, but it's a beautiful place. I mean, just the landscape alone, I think that's a big part of what my mom gets out of it. Mm-hmm. And I certainly came to appreciate that over time. Um That's my second if if Portland were if Oregon were to be rendered inhabitable. Yeah. I've thought about where I would like to go, where I would have to go. Yeah. So part of me wants to go to Idaho, but it's too cold there. Uh-huh. So I've thought Santa Fe would be Oh yeah. would be my number 2 
yeah. place if, if I couldn't live here. Yeah, New Mexico, like it gets it gets hot, but it's a dry heat, so it's manageable, and you still got mountains. And so it's got still... a certain vibe. It's got a, it's got so much oh, character. Yeah. Land of enchantment, but right. also like land of manana is another thing. Like, yeah, right. we're laid back, okay. Um, but uh, you know, and then so I'm growing up there, and eventually in my like college years. Then it was like, I'm not working at Luigi's anymore, and I'm not even living close to that part of town. And it was like, oh, now where do I get pizza? Ugh, I don't know. And eventually- The big dilemma. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> I don't want to get Pizza Hut. Like, I know what that is, and there's times for that. <laughs> but when I actually want, like, a good pizza for my dinner time meal that I'm stoked about, uh, you know, I want, like, I want that pizza from New York. And I just decided I was going to try to figure out how to make that. Um, like how hard could it be, right? <laughs> you make some dough, you put it in the oven. It's not that easy. And, yeah, I, and I've no, heard a lot not. of people, maybe it was on your podcast I heard this. <laughs> oh my Cause God. Because you, you sent us the two episodes that you had. Of your yeah, podcast. yeah. <laughs> so I listened to one. It's not as, and yeah, it was It's not polished. Podcast. So you should <laughs> oh be proud. God. This is what you've become a news source. New, there we uh, go. Information source for the defunct podca- pizza podcast. <laughs> but it's much harder to make at home than it is at at. At a pizza place. Totally. Yeah. You don't have the same equipment. Your oven doesn't get nearly as hot. That's the biggest problem, I think. Um, you know, you don't need a mixer or anything like that. You can mix the dough by hand. You can make a great dough by hand. You've got all the tools available for that. Um, you do have to get like a pizza peel. You have to have a surface to put in your oven, like a stone or baking steel is like the new thing that, uh, especially but, for the home But cook. you ran right over the, you can make a good dough. That's not that easy to say, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. say you can make a good dough. A lot yeah. of people, that's challenging. Well, and it took years. I mean, right. I, I just, I started reading about it. I started with my like, you know, whatever uh, Better Homes cookbook recipe of like pizza dough and made it and it was like okay i think i think i just made a pizza but it's definitely not what i'm going for uh why you know why is it not that good and how do i make it better i have no idea so then i you know i turned to the internet uh thankfully uh which we have nowadays at least for like learning about things which is cool and um discovered this whole like online community of pizza not just pizza makers but like people who are like obsessed with pizza and just like i i read this one guy his blog his name's jeff verrazano he has a place down in um atlanta but at the time he was just making pizza at home and he was documenting all of his efforts and it was amazing he was going through all these iterations of how to manage your sourdough starter and you know i was like sourdough starter what you know or like okay if you're not using a starter here's what you do with the yeast don't use a lot watch your temperatures of your water the room temperature the hydration of the dough there's different you know techniques you can uh implement when you're mixing the dough itself um and it was wild i just like dove in it was cra- i just i think that was when i really got bitten by the bug and it was like ho- and how old were you hopeless. then? How long ago was that? Oh God, I must have been like 19, 18, okay. 19. Yeah. So we got ten years under your belt. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Almost, <laughs> almost. That's it. Almost, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right at the fork is brought to you by Zupans, unsurpassed quality. From the best meats and wines to local baked goods, fresh flowers, and an extensive craft beer selection. Step into Zupans and be inspired for your next meal. Food-loving customers as well as local chefs know that Zupans is the place to find the very best Northwest Bounty in Portland, West Burnside, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. 
Local and family-owned for over 40 years, Zupan's Markets. Standard TV and Appliance. Standard TV and Appliance offers the largest selection, fast delivery, professional installation, and live kitchens where you can try before you buy. Oregon-based and family-owned, setting the standard since 1947. Standard TV and Appliance is your place for quality Gen Air appliances and more. And by Portland Food Adventures. Imagine eating your way through Barcelona with Italo's Jose Chesa or Tuscany with Lardo and Grasa's Rick Gincarelli. Join right at the Fork host Chris Angelis with these great chefs in Europe this fall. Get more information under the blog tab at portlandfoodadventures.com where you can contact Chris directly. So um, is it fair to ask you here in Portland what you think some of your favorite pizza places, some of the best oh, pizza, yeah. not, not Scotty's? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that... We, I we, mean, we can no, assume I mean, that's well, one of them. I, well, I eat my pizza the most. Right, exactly. <laughs> Probably and every it's worth day. It. And, and it's, they, I will say it's some of the best pizza I've had in Portland, too. Oh, my so, goodness. And that white clam, keep making that. Hey, but there go you ahead. go. <laughs> Not to go back there. Yeah. Well, it, the funny thing is, like, when I when I go out for pizza, I've probably already eaten a slice of my pizza, or I'm, like, about to go to work and probably still well, eat more of nice my own pizza. you got a nice base on. Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> but I try to get around. I try to eat at the new places that are coming up, and then I have, like, my favorites and my friends. Like, I'm friends with a lot of people who own places around town uh, or work at places around town. Are there any good sleepers that we don't know about? Because everybody talks about Ken's and a Pizza Shoals and yeah. Pizza Jerk and... Um, their pizza pizzeria auto which I haven't yeah. been to yet. I need oh, to you gotta there. try it. Yeah. yeah. Um they're really going for the like Italian, like Neapolitan thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's cool. So any real sleeper places though that aren't mentioned? Oh man, I mean, you know, uh have you been to Red Sauce Pizza? Oh yeah. I really like it. So a lot. once, unfortunately. You know, my problem is I'm not in Portland a lot too. And the, and Northeast is a I live in Southwest. Right. So the investment in time to get yeah. to the Northeast is it's a it's a chunk now, especially yeah. with all the traffic. And especially right? if I'm gonna have a wait when I get to a place. Yeah. Though that's how I ended up at Red Sauce. Pizza Jerk just opened. There was a well, wait at Pizza Jerk, so we went to Red Sauce. <laughs> oh, let's try this other place. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and so I'm hanging up hanging out up there a little bit because uh, you know, I'm pals with Will and Matt. Uh, and uh, even the folks at Sea Star Bakery, which is sort of like the same uh, place as Handsome Pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love their pizza. I love what they're doing. They've gotten like real deep into grain, whole grains. They have a grain mill. They're baking bread. Um, and they focus a lot on their dough, but also like good ingredients and stuff. Um, really unique style of pizza. Um, and then, you know, being in that area, um, there's Red Sauce Pizza up the street. And I met Shar, the owner of Red Sauce, <laughs> when she worked at a Pizza Shoals, um, like through, gosh, five years ago, maybe. Um, I applied for a job there, and I was still so fresh. I had been working at Handsome making smaller pizzas, and I hadn't quite graduated to, to stretching a big 18-inch pie. Mm-hmm. And that was all, that's all I do at Shoals, or I guess now they do smaller ones at lunch. But Shar had me stretch a big pie, and man, I couldn't handle it. I was like, I, I didn't have my my skills to like adapt to a different kind of dough and recognize what's going on and how to, um, you know, really stretch that out evenly and nicely. I totally bombed. (laughs) And she, she at least like saw the enthusiasm and the bright eyes, you know, but she was like, yeah, I just need someone with more experience, you know, talk to me next time. Oh, she sent you away. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, (laughs) a couple years later, like, uh, we sort of like crossed paths when I was working at East Gleason pizza lounge and um, she was getting ready to open a spot. And then, you know, 
she found out I was getting ready to open a spot, we kind of just got together and like started getting coffee and hanging out and we're just good friends now. But her pizza is so good. I, I, it is. And I need oh, to get, man. unfortunately, I haven't gotten back there, but it's really good. Her salads were great too. And oh, I yeah. love the service there. And I yeah. love the vibe of the place. She's got a really cool place. And you know, it's like, it's so cool to see a woman owning a pizza place. Like it's so it's like really yeah, it's not very common. No, it? you don't you don't see women even making pizza that often, right? right? Um and you know, even like the restaurant industry at some point uh, whether it was like the 70s or whatever sort of turned into this like man's world. Um and thankfully we're seeing a lot of like really awesome women chefs coming up, but Shar is like holding it down uh at at her place and she makes a great pie. And she's like advocating for women's rights and queer rights. Uh, and it's so cool to like have that force in the community and have that be a colleague in the same city where I'm, you know, I have the same kinds of intentions and I want to support that. So it's awesome. The cool thing is we kind of started this talking about New Haven and in New Haven, no one would ever say go over there. I mean, I it's literally taboo. It's just kind of yeah. like it would be you'd be you'd be you'd be shunned it's if, weird yeah if yeah, you yeah. said so and here we are in portland where it's really easy to ask you where you like to go it's not a problem for you a political yeah. problem and you don't have to battle yourself no but no. i say it's just it's cool that you can and and i'm glad that you mentioned her and that because it, yeah it is a, it is something yeah it's cool it's really cool like people yeah. should know about that and 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 you know i think people want to know about that kind of stuff that's going on. Yeah, so you know? thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. You cannot believe, I just looked at my watch, I thought we were going to have 20 minutes left. No we're, way. We're done. No. We're done. We're that's done. That's it. Is that, that's crazy. We got to make it this a two-parter. This went fast. <laughs> yeah, this was, real, this was great, because I never, not always is it like, right. we got we got more to talk about, but you're, it's hours, really, easy, really easy to converse. <laughs> so when people come into your pizza place, are you talking to them a lot? Or you... All the time. And it's it's so bad. All my coworkers are like, Scotty, we need you on the ovens right now. Like, quit, <laughs> quit schmoozing. <laughs> so you got anything going on now? So this, this episode is going to come out fairly soon. Uh, Wednesday. On Wednesday, Wednesday, right? Yeah. yeah, so it's two days after we record. Yeah, so that's great. Uh, uh, by Wednesday, we will have had our surprise two-year anniversary party. Uh, and I'm going to spill the beans now because it's it's still a secret. But we're doing uh, two for two on a Tuesday for two years. Uh, some, something about two. It's You get two plain slices for $2 because we're turning two the next, on Tuesday. Is this the following Tuesday? Tomorrow. Well, <laughs> Which is the day before this is airing. You I love it. Everybody, yeah. get there yesterday. <laughs> get there you yesterday. Out. You <laughs> missed it. Uh, come back next year. It's a good thing because yeah. Court, I told if he came to, for White Clam at 11, he probably would have gotten two or three slices, but yep. they're all gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, sorry. Yeah, no. Um, no, I pre- again, I appreciate it. I'm glad that there's anything left. I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know. We're always doing something fun. I think, like, uh, I, I love the support that we get online, like on Instagram and Facebook Which is and what, stuff. by the way, thank you for mentioning that. We yeah, wanna, yeah. We want to say what that is. Oh, it's uh, just Scotty's Pizza Parlor on on Instagram. Scotty with an I-E. Right. No um, PDX. No PDX or anything. Okay. Just Scotty's Pizza Parlor. No fancy spelling of parlor. P-A-R-L-O-R. Right. Uh, and um, I'm always throwing stuff up there. I like to, like, it's pizza. It's so fun. Like, it's, uh, it's such an integral part of popular culture and it makes it really fun to to be at a pizza place and like share what's going on there so i think that's the best place to like stay up on what's happening we always have like wacky specials we're coming out with and uh doing weird weird events and stuff so oh well we have this thing on first fridays uh where 
we turn our electric oven, which is designed to mimic the heat you get in a wood-fired oven, mm-hmm. uh, we turn it all the way up, and it goes up to 932 degrees Fahrenheit, um, which is 500 Celsius, a little more round of a number. But we make 28-inch pizza pies, like really, really big pizzas. Fir- would you say first Friday? First Friday of every month okay. from 10 to midnight. It has to be after we're closed because then we jack the oven up. Okay. And it's crazy. It's so, so good. So I got a question for you because yeah. I want to I want to test this. It's not going to work, but <laughs> let's test it anyway. Someone comes in on Wednesday and wants yeah. your two for two that you did the day before <laughs> and mentions that they heard you on the podcast. Oh. Will you honor, will you honor that? I got to spread the word to the crew. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, there we'll we give go. them two for two. First taste, you know, uh, yeah, we'll hook you up. It's a plain, two plain regular slices. Two bucks. Two bucks. On Wednesday, the, what is that, July? It'll be the 26th. 26. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, <laughs> thanks so much, um, Scott. Scotty. Scotty. Yeah, Scotty. <laughs> really appreciate your coming, and this was really fun, and thank you so much for that pizza. Oh, man, thank you. I've been listening to your podcast for so long. I used to listen to it making mixing dough at, at work. You is know? that what made the dough better? Oh yeah! So every every <laughs> chef, come on, up your game. Yeah, listen to listen to the podcast. Play some jazz yeah. and some right at the fork. Right throughout the whole <laughs> kitchen, it's gonna yeah. make every every dish better in Portland. Oh man! Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Right